What up? Steve here, episode 57 of the Rollin' Ramblin' Podcast. The first day of Daylight Savings Time. Now, I'm not the biggest fan of Daylight Savings because I just, um, I'm not one of those people that is, is yay or nay about it. I don't like the time change that much. I think there's lots of things that always mess with me, but I, it, you know, statistically messes with a lot of people in general, especially losing the hour. The one thing that I do like is that it's lighter out later. That's a big thing for me because I am a spring and summer guy. And being downtown, just with safety, I think it's always nicer to be lighter out a little bit later. So that is a bonus. But let's get into uh, the meat and taters of this uh, episode. Basically, one of the things I've been really sort of struggling with over the last little while is the fact that I've had a single solitary listener to my podcast for the last three or four episodes my guess is it is mr jordan keats so thank you very much sir for your support uh, and also for some of the the uh, side work that i've been doing for you as well has been really helpful so thank you very 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 much and if it happens to be somebody else thank you very much as well and i'm also going to share this out differently so by the time this thing hits the airways as they used to say back in the day uh, there should be more of you listening, and I appreciate every single one of you that takes the time out of your day to listen to me ramble for 15, 20 minutes, sometimes half an hour. So, thanks very much. A couple new updates in my, in my life and situation. Uh, I have currently started growing beans, uh, like bean sprouts, in a jar off of a YouTube or off of an Instagram video that I saw. Uh, so I have. I have those going, and I, I meant to talk about them a little bit more. Uh, I think the last couple episodes I mentioned a little bit about it, but I have um, organic sprouting seeds, and basically what you do is super easy, uh, and you can Google it, and you can also uh, just hit me up if you want me to, to forward you the Instagram video that I saw. Uh, but basically you put the seeds in a jar, with a cheesecloth or some sort of mesh lid. And then for the first night, you soak them for about eight hours uh, in front of the like the windowsill where they get some sun and preferably on some sort of angle. Like they, they use a dish rack and put them in at a different angle. A lot of times I have a, like a little bit of a tray that kind of tilts it a little bit. I'm lucky with the new renovations they did in my apartment. I end up having a, a like a wider windowsill. So soak them for about eight hours the first time. Then you drain them, and then um, from there, every night and every morning, you just rinse them and circle them around a bit, and then you make sure they spread out in the jar, and then you lay them out, and it's only been a couple days, and they're starting to sprout already, so that is kind of super duper exciting for uh, a little bit of a side hustle. I also used to draw a little bit, not the greatest artist in the world, just uh, pencil sketches. I generally like cars a lot, as you know, so I try and draw more more recently. And uh, from a health standpoint, I think I've talked about this on a very, very early episode, but I had a blood pressure scare in 2016 and been on a blood pressure pill ever since. And now I officially, because of the pandemic and things, I haven't been able to regularly take my blood pressure. Well, I ended up getting one. Uh, my mom picked one up and I just paid her back for it. She found a blood pressure machine on sale 
For those of you that don't know, 120 over 80 is kind of where you want your blood pressure. They say it should be a little bit lower now. I think that's a little bit of an unrealistic expectation. They say kind of anything, the one, 140 over like 95 gets you into the high range. The high 90s on that bottom number is the one you want to look out for. Um, I've had mine, you know, if I don't take my blood pressure pill, which I forgot a couple days ago, I get the averages of around 159, 160 in the middle of the day over 100 and a bit, which can be a little bit high for sure. Um, but the pill kind of takes it down to the 130s. Uh, and I basically take three readings and average them out myself. And last night, I haven't done it yet today, but uh, last night I ended up with like 125 over 88 and a pulse of 66. So I was super duper chill, which also helps things. Take a couple deep breaths and just rest your arm easily. Don't tense it up and try not to talk uh, and, uh, and you'll be good to go. But you should check it uh, as often as you can because most people don't know even what their blood pressure is. That's why a lot of people call it the, you know, the sodium, sodium, the silent killer kind of thing, because you just don't even know if you feel crappy. But typically if you're thirsty or you feel dehydrated, you might've had a little bit too much salt in your diet. Uh, typically from my past, I know from eating a lot of, um, Japanese and Chinese food and, and lots of Thai food has a lot of salt in it, but not just that, like burgers and French fries and, and like there's so much salt in anything because they want to season stuff to make it taste good. And there are even some vegan dishes that, that put all the, all the spices and all that stuff in a lot of things. So you just want to be careful of your sodium intake and, uh, and take care of yourself. And then on top of that, uh, the $40 to $1,000 challenge. I think I mentioned that I'm 150 bucks up, you know, because I had I had done a few things getting uh, you know getting someone on Fiverr to promote this podcast, which I knew was kind of going to be a loss leader. I'm hoping to eventually maybe get a little bit of sponsorship put on this thing. I haven't played around with it yet. I can do it directly through Anchor, which I haven't tried. Uh, there's a link for Anchor that I can sponsor through this, um, and there's a couple other things that I want to get going. But I also think the next stage of my side hustle is to take the things that I have uh, learned with my other jobs and just, again, number one, offer them up to anybody that needs help with WordPress accounts, you know, plug-in updates, installing a, a development site to a live site, e email troubleshooting. I can help you set up with G Suite. Even though you got to pay the fee, I can still help you set up all the MX records and all that fun stuff. If you have any errors that you want me to take a look at, I can fix all all of those things. Just need all your login information. So you can hit me up at steve at stevebertrand.ca and we can have a quick chat. Um, from there, one of the things that I don't talk about enough is the fact that I spent a couple summers ago... Uh, you know, trying to promote cool vehicles with merch. I bought some masks and some hoodies and some t-shirts and I tried some different things long before the pandemic. I had printed t-shirts on Teespring. I was really happy with the hoodie, uh, except for the hoodie string keeps falling out. And, you know, obviously we were like, Oh, you should just tie a knot. Right. Well, I thought about that, but the fact is that not every hoodie actually lets go of their hoodie string as easy as this thing does and it just gets super annoying i have to remember to tie it when i go to put it in the laundry 
Uh, but other than that, the premium quality one was a bit more expensive. I think it ended up costing me 50 or 60 bucks after shipping. But it uh, it's held up really well. The colors held up really well. And, uh, and then the t-shirts at Teespring, I wasn't super happy with. They faded really quickly and they just kind of looked like crap. The, it was a, it's a black logo with some, some wheels and, and a few different custom things. And it ended up looking grayish or kind of black on the black background. Um, and you can, you can still see it definitely because it's outlined with some red and whatnot. But, but on the white t-shirt, something that looks gray, like a charcoal color ends up turning out purple on on the white t-shirt which I wasn't super happy with so I went with a local company here uh, uh, um, and they they basically uh, printed me up some masks and uh, some t-shirts and I ended up giving away a good chunk of them and I ended up selling uh, some of the masks and I sold one of the t-shirts but I ended up losing money overall because I had ended up making a bit of money on the masks and the one t-shirt, but I ended up having to ship. Uh, it cost me about eleven fifty to ship the one t-shirt up to up Island and that's fine, but I'm just, I'm not in a position where I think I want to charge a ton for t-shirts. So I got to figure out a different way to go that route, but most people don't realize when you're putting time into these little side projects you have to try a lot of this stuff and you end up losing dough so if you don't have a ton of disposable income it can be difficult to want to do that facebook ads and 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 you know even just learning about shipping and learning about all this stuff so i think the the next direction for me based on everything that i know is probably going to be um one-sided t-shirts with a funny saying or sort of picture on the front that I create that's non-copyrighted and whatnot and just go from there no website on the back because that was the other thing that added I think seven or ten dollars a cost was was printing the website name for cool vehicles on the back so these ones will be different they're not going to necessarily be branded for anything just something to try and have fun and something that I can wear because nowadays with the pandemic everybody's wearing sweatpants and t-shirts and with summertime coming, masks and whatnot, and I'm going to stay away from hats. I might do uh, toques. Anybody that's not from Canada, a toque would be a beanie or like a winter wool hat, I guess you call them. I think everybody down there calls them calls them beanies, but we call them toques. So I might I might do those depending on, on that type of stuff, but I definitely think that's the next direction for the old... 150 bones uh, that I have up in the challenge budget and we'll see how fast we can collect that. I mean, I could definitely put some effort into uh, some other projects. Like some of the people that I watch that do flip challenges, they, they flip things like appliances and they flip like PlayStation 5s and they flip sneakers and they flip, you know, that kind of stuff. Like the kid that I watch, Beheza, uh, he is painting, you know, curb numbers in, uh, I think he's in California. So he, he was repainting curbs for 20 bucks to try a couple things out. He, and he flipped a mountain bike. Like he ended up buying a mountain bike, cleaned it up, put a new seat on it, and putting grips on it. And he ended up selling it for like $800, $800 profit. 
Now, for me, that sounds cool, but it's also, I can't carry a mountain bike being in a wheelchair, so I have to stick to the online type of forum stuff. And right now, just based on, on how everything works with the new growing pains of the network marketing company I'm involved in, and I don't necessarily want to be that guy, um, I think this is the next step. And the cool part is I can start to show people that you can actually start something at a fairly low cost. So I'm going to use this 150 bucks as a, as a, as a trial, right? So I'm going to sign up for a Shopify account and I will, um, get a domain and I'll keep track of all the costs for that stuff. I'm going to get a Shopify account and a domain. And then I'm also going to get some pricing on the t-shirts and see if I can get them to do, um, shipping from there. Cause I don't think we're going to have a ton of sales, but I'd like to have um, some some ability if anybody wants to buy anything online for me just for the pro- this process, uh, they can they can ship them right out from there. Because I think if you buy in bulk, you get a cheaper rate for for shipping. I don't want to obviously over you know overload them and and make them my sort of fulfillment center. Like I'm not into doing that, but I also want to keep the cost down for anybody that decides to buy a shirt and try a different project so I can learn more in that process. But Definitely the things that I've learned is Teespring, even though the fulfillment center is done, their quality is not the greatest, in my opinion, just with the, the previous story that I told you, and also supporting a local company, which is kind of nice. I think it's super important. And yeah, it'll be cool to, to see what I can make happen with a couple of Facebook ads and maybe a quick little Shopify account, and maybe I can get some, get some shirt sales. Even if, again, it's a loss leader, uh, you know, and, and it's a losing venture. It's something that I can then take and learn from. Um, and I don't necessarily know the end result of that, whether I'm, whether I'm going to end up taking something and learning from it and then just quitting and giving up and being like, it is not for me. Or if I can, if I can give somebody a little bit more of a step-by-step, uh, on the process and then they, you know, you can go out and, and try it yourself or, or maybe, you know, even if it's if it's stuff that you you end up selling on an Etsy account or something like that, I hope maybe I've inspired some things. But I want to do a couple of things: support local, have a one-sided, like just just like nothing on a two-sided shirt or or garment of some sort to keep the cost down. See if the fulfillment center locally will do shipping and fulfillment, uh, even if I have to you know have another loop. Uh, but me buying them in bulk and shipping them out just doesn't make sense, which would be same for you. And then also, uh, how much does it actually cost uh, for domain and setup? And in the long term, you know, how much do you have to sell to sort of make that worth it? So I'll probably end up doing the two-week trial period and uh, and seeing what we can make happen. And we'll go from there. Anyway, I hope this was uh, informative and it gives you a little bit more of an update. I think we talked about everything from blood pressure to me growing sprouts to what I'm going to do with the extra, with the, with the up and coming 150 bucks in our quest for a thousand dollars starting at 40, which I think I started that, uh, in early January. So it's not like it's a fast process, but I think when you get a thousand bucks in hand, it could be pretty 
awesome. So I'm hoping to be able to, to show you guys that climb uh, with some side hustle stuff. And uh, I want to make it as attainable for you uh, through my example. So I'm hoping I can, I can get there not only as a proof device for me to, to feel good about doing it because I haven't, I haven't hit that mark yet. This isn't something that I've done a bunch of times. I want to prove from, from the get that, you know, even if I get from $40 to a thousand, it takes a bit of work and some ups and downs and, and I'm hoping to map out that process and give people a, a realistic view of what it would make to, to make a thousand bucks. And then obviously from a thousand bucks to a little bit more than that, you know, hopefully won't be as hard. Because you know, if you get a if you get a thousand bucks in your pocket for extra dough, you know, I mean that's a you know in in pre-pandemic and post-pandemic times that's a that's a vacation. It might be repairs on a car. It might be a new appliance that you need. It might be something like that. You know, might be able to to add to your investment portfolio or put new tires on the car. Whatever you need to do, right? A thousand bucks, a thousand bucks. So I want to get there so I can help you guys do that, and then. I think from there, if I ever do decide to finish the book that I'm writing, that'll help me with publishing costs and editing and all that kind of stuff. So, anyway, thanks for letting me ramble. This has been episode 57 of the Rolling and Rambling podcast with Steve Bertrand. Thanks so much.